Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the very first uh, Actuarial Society of South Africa's Alternative Investments Forum seminar. Um, it's an inaugural event, and I am the chairman of the Alternative Investments uh, Forum itself. My name is Malizolem Degeza. For those of you that don't know me, I'm an actuary specializing in uh, pensions and investments. And uh, what I represent effectively is a committee of 13 actuaries and actuarial professionals in, uh, uh, within the country looking at issues around institutional investing into hedge funds, private equity, and infrastructure, the so-called alternative asset classes. Right? So the importance of our work lies not only in assessing the suitability of those investments for institutional investors like pension funds or uh, even insurance companies, but in the broader sort of socioeconomic impact that those types of asset classes do have um, on a sort of more general national level effectively. The institutional investing landscape is evolving uh, as with anything else in society. And I think the reach of the actuarial profession should allow and adjust for those changes, right? So one of the areas, there are multiple areas in which actuaries can be involved in within alternative investments, right? One is under direct fund management. So either working as a direct fund manager within a private equity firm, infrastructure type investing firm, or a hedge fund, for example. The second, which is of critical importance, is under the design of uh, institutional strategic asset allocations. So obviously the actuarial skill set extends beyond just um, the actual fund managing of the funds uh, within the fund management space, but to understand what types of asset classes are best suited for uh, defined benefit or defined contribution type pension funds for certain types of life insurers or uh, with certain types of products, or even uh, towards the space of general insurers or even uh, in the banking space as well. So those are some of the issues that we do, we sort of uh, investigate within the, uh, within the committee itself. Uh, our, our work reaches out towards, um, is split up into four branches effectively. What, the first of those is education. So a few years ago, we updated the F205 notes, uh, those of you that do know the course, to include alternative investments, as the investments landscape is obviously evolving over time. The second of those is research. We've done quite a lot of work in facilitating and producing research ourselves, which is relevant to the South African financial services market around alternative investments and their suitability, again, to obviously institutional investors. Um, the third is market awareness, or awareness within the, both within the actual profession itself as well as to the broader sort of uh, uh, social, sorry, to the broader sort of um, societal stakeholders like pension funds. Um, as we do have partnerships with the likes of Batsita, the Council for Retirement Funds, as well as uh, SAVCA, uh, among other institutions. Right. Um, now, as I mentioned, I think it's important that the skill set that actuaries um, have evolves effectively to allow for whatever sort of uh, market or financial situation we find ourselves in, or societal situation we find ourselves in. Now, the pensions market in South Africa is roughly, according to ASISA statistics, is roughly about 4.2 trillion in total. That equates to about 70 to 80 percent of our national GDP. So how those pension fund assets are invested in our economy has a huge bearing on, um, it, it goes far beyond the effect that it has on the pension fund members themselves and has broader sort of societal reaching uh, implications. So. One of the areas where we do get involved in quite heavily is in uh, the formulation of the, the understanding or the assessment of the impact that those assets can have um, on a broader sort of national scale, as I mentioned. Those of you 
who obviously follow the more traditional listed markets like equities and uh, bonds and cash, uh, traditional property. I mean, you would have seen the bulk of those pension fund assets, uh, roughly about four, between 40 and 50%, depending on how you classify them, are invested in pure equities. Now, over the past six years alone, equities have been returning, if you look at the SWIX index, for example, as a benchmark, equities have been returning very low single-digit figures, um, close to just over 0%, in fact, depending on the exact time horizon that you are looking at. Now, is that acceptable, really, if you are an institutional investor, if you have your money invested into a pension fund? I mean, if you had effectively started investing about six years ago, you would have had uh, returns way below inflation, right? So now we are here to question the status quo, the norm, in terms of how those investment strategies are, con uh, are constructed effectively. If you include maybe dividends and look at total returns, you're looking at 3 to 4% uh, or just slightly above that. Is that acceptable? Or should we collectively as actuaries and broader society think about the way investing is done? Right? Those are the questions that we look to try to answer effectively. I mean, market volatility in itself has increased significantly due to economic factors like uh, QE, for example, uh, global geopolitical factors like Brexit and the US-China trade wars in more recent times as well. So, and for a number of reasons, volatility is sort of predicted to increase. So uh, the diversification benefits that alternative investments can have on an institutional portfolio are therefore all, all that much greater and uh, warrant us looking, having a deeper look at those what those uh, institutional assets entail. So, again, although we are long-term investors, institutions like life insurers and pension funds are long-term investors, six years is a long enough period for us to warrant the construction of those investment portfolios or uh, of those investment strategies effectively. Now, as I did mention, um, we have three main asset classes, and the reason why we focus on those three, which are infrastructure, private equity, and hedge funds, is that they are the largest single asset classes from an AUM point of view, assets under management point of view. Although you could extend the definition to the likes of cryptocurrency or uh, you know, uh, commodities, for example, or securitizations, or etc., the main reason we focus on those three is largely because of the, 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 the sort of liquidity profile and the effect that they can have on a larger market if, uh, itself. Uh, again, with low growth forecasts um, locally, you know, uh, fundamentals are not necessarily looking good for those traditional asset classes. So again, there's a, a need from that aspect to rethink the way investing is done. I was having a sort of a, a, I had a, I shared a sort of a moment with uh, Heidi saying that you know all sectors, most sectors of you know the economy really are not looking good from a growth point of view. Um, you know, fundamentals are not looking attractive. Uh, I think one of the best with all the negative news sort of flying around in the media, one of the best sectors to be in is literally in media because, you know, you never run out of stories to talk about effectively. I mean, just yesterday, I think she was reporting on uh, a certain ex-CEO trying to make his way into a, uh, a large institutional uh, company. Um, so she was literally on ground level sort of reporting. So on a normal day-to-day -day basis, really, you never run out of things to, 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 to report on within the, within the economy and the country. So within infrastructure, the th key themes of prescribed assets uh, are very topical, of course. Um, and infrastructure is very broad. Uh, how you invest into it, as well as the different sectors like uh, hospitals, uh, roads, uh, energy, etc. Those, all those are subdivisions of the infrastructure asset class. And some of the two panels that we have will sort of try to unpack some of the issues behind that as well. 
The second panel specifically will talk about the risks from uh, the perspective of different uh, of a bank as well as a life insurer and a pension fund when it comes to investing into uh, infrastructure and talk about the risk uh, sort of capital requirements around that and the appropriateness of those um, uh, requirements effectively. The second asset class, obviously private equity. Uh, it's, it's, it's an asset class that has been growing quite significantly over the past uh, couple of years, although there's been a sort of a slowdown in the past two years. But the first sessional will be unpacking its actual practical uh, effects on institutional uh, pension funds, uh, whether this asset class, aside from the theory that we discussed, is actually appropriate for pension funds. Right? And the second one will drill down into venture capital itself, as well as talking about impact investing and entrepreneurship, as well as the broader sort of uh, benefits that are associated with venture capital. And then lastly, we'll end the day off by talking about hedge funds uh, and their suitability, again, within the South African market. Um, there's been a bit of sort of uh, turbulence within the hedge fund space. Uh, I think we've had two consecutive years of uh, significant loss or reduction in the size of assets under management. I think the latest figure we're sitting at is about 47 billion, according to the end of uh, 2018 statistics. So we'll be unpacking some of the reasons behind that, as well as looking at the future of hedge funds within uh, South African institutional portfolios. In between panel discussions, we'll have uh, TED-style talks, uh, courtesy of our sponsors, Ashburton Investments, as well as Suka and Associates, uh, on thought leadership topics around, in and around alternative investments, which I will happily expand on. And other than that, really, we'll be unpacking the socioeconomic sort of implications of alternatives as a whole. I think the days in which investing for the sake of investing and returns alone um, are long behind us because of the sort of situation that we find ourselves in globally and as a country as well. So you cannot necessarily divorce the one from the other, really. Um, other than that, I'd like to thank uh, all of you for attending. So that's actuaries within banking, life insurance, pensions, consulting, uh, investment managers, uh, investment consultants, uh, pension fund executives, trustees, and principal officers. Um, as well as members of various professions like the CFA Society, Investment Analysts Association of South Africa, uh, as well as our partners, Vatsita and Savka, as well. So part of the aim of this discussion really was to try and unite people in various sectors of the industry in one room to bring all those sort of heads together and see how best to take, uh, to steer the ship forward effectively. I'm sure collectively the brain power in this room can definitely make a dent and uh, make, uh, make headway and, and progress when it comes to these issues effectively. Between the individual sessionals, there will be a live poll, so please just take note of that link um, with questions. Heidi will effectively uh, steer you through, through each of those questions over the various sessionals, uh, and the pin uh, to log in is also shown over there. Um, the sessional will be recorded as well and will be available uh, if you'd like to sort of uh, get hold of it uh, at a later stage. The details are to be shared um, at a later stage as well. And I'd like to thank the Actuarial Society, the broader Actuarial Society who made this event possible. Uh, our events committee, uh, especially specifically Sando Manona for all of the work that she's put in over the past couple of weeks and to the rest of my committee in terms of the formulation and the uh, the, the putting together of this, this event effectively. So I'd like to thank all of you for that.